You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where each episode we discuss a different album from Robert Demery's book, 1001 Albums. You must hear before you die. For this episode, we'll be talking about the Eagles Hotel California. On the line, I have Rob. I fucking hate the Eagles, man. Ben. Yeah, dude. And John. Seconded and thirded. Hotel California, the fifth studio album by the American rock band The Eagles, released on December 8th, 1976 uh, on Asylum Records, and the producer was Bill Simchek. The genre is rock and roll, and I'm going to read from the book, Jamie Dixon. Released in December of 1976, Hotel California depicts the emotional burnout of the West Coast scene after peace and love hardened into cynical hedonism. The soundtrack of decadent times, it went on to sell more than 16 million copies. It is a mature work from a band whose reflections on the coast of excess had been formed the hard way by five years of hit records and touring. As founding member Glenn Frey said, the album, quote, explores the underbelly of success, the darker side of paradise. Part delirious road trip, part murder ballad, the title track's lilting tempo and stinging guitar lines evoke a place where evil lurks behind potted palms and welcoming smiles. The searing lead duel between Joe Walsh and Don Felder uh, is one of the most memorable in rock, shifting focus from widescreen excess to close-up portraits of the damage done is one of the album's hallmarks. Life in the fast lane sends us on a dirty boogie down the freeway with a callous pair of socialites, only to encounter their smoking wreckage in the next track, Wasted Time, a grandly orchestrated ballad of compromised, disappointed lives. The band's country roots are present throughout, most notably on New Kid in Town, where Walsh's electric piano evokes the sleepy sadness of a Mexican cantina amid vocal harmonies as lush as the manicured Hollywood lawn. In many ways, Hotel California represents everything that punk came to destroy. Glassly perfect production, harmonized guitar solos, and, quote, themes. But like many musical styles in their last bloom, West Coast country rock reached a refinement in Hotel California never equated again. Sorry, let me say that one more time. All right, what do we think of Hotel California by the Eagles? Boo! Bring on the punk Boo! Boo this album! Boo! No, I kind of like it. It's fine. 
right. All right, you go first, Birch. <laughs> It's it's hard to deny that the first track has been oversaturated, completely oversaturated. Um, it's it's a, a great song. It's kind of a like a perfectly pop song in a in a darkly tinged way. It's great recording, great production. I think the lyrics are actually pretty fun too. So, and I think they're very cinematic. Yeah, cinematic. Um, they said. They said on those lyrics, they always wanted it. They always want to have something that you would like hear, see, feel or whatever. But I would say what I got out of this album is I think about every single song it with the exception of Pretty Maids All in a Row and Try Love Again. If those two were switched or Try Your Love Again was above Victim of Love, every song is worse than the song before it. It literally goes... Hotel California, New Kid in Town. Okay, you're still kind of on board. It's like, okay, this is kind of cool. It's got like a Mexican vibe. Life in the Fast Lane. It's like, all right, not the greatest rock song, but it still, I mean, it's okay. They're trying. They're yeah, trying. still trying. Yeah. Then you get to like Wasted Life, and you're kind of like, huh, all right, it's a ballad. I guess they're kind of going for this scope of different types of songs. And then it just continues to go down from there. It just it drops off on the second side. To to I me, agree with you. if it was one side, I I would probably like this. It's okay. This album does spiral. It spirals down, kind of like the theme of it. <laughs> and it, it, so, like the way you're describing it is front loaded for your personal taste. It's also there's three hits off this album, and it's tracks one, two, and three. Exactly. So what, you know, like, so what else? What's the rest? (laughs) (laughs) And, and one, two, and three are kind of, I hate to say it. They're kind of soulless, you know, like they have a plastic feel. Yeah. Yeah. It is the the Eagles. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They're not known for their soul. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. I think part of that too is hotel California has 33 cuts. They, they are a band that will record record, 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 and chop that up to make the pitch-perfect sound that they get out of this. The sort of, uh, like, we're, New Kid in Town, we're listening to those harmonies. Those harmonies are pretty great. I mean, it's the birds' harmonies that they're elevating to this this level. And it sounds a bit soulless because it is just so controlled. It's like Ste- Ste- Stepford Wives manicured. Like, oh, absolutely. Yeah, like it's got nothing. <laughs> yeah, Stepford Wives are still beautiful, but yeah. <laughs> there's nothing going on up up here. Exactly. It's it's gr- it's gross. To me, it's just gross. What got like, an the, impulsive um, distaste for, for Don Henley? And I don't know what it stems from. I don't know. Maybe he's like a nice guy in real life. But I don't know. Oh, except for Boys of Summer. Boys of Summer is fine. I like Boys of Summer. Other than that, something about Don Henley, he just he, he just vibes as like perfectionist asshole stepdad no matter what he does. Yeah, he really does feel like a guy who would have to call 911 because a 16-year-old was in his bed who overdosed on quaaludes and uh, cocaine in November 1st of 1980. Oh, yeah, that's fucking Don Henley, buddy. That, that that that's our boy Don. Um, what month did this record come out? December, right? Uh, it was, was it a Christmas album. <laughs> yeah, December eighth. 
Mm-hmm. I, I for some reason I just can't disassociate um, uh, uh, Hotel California from the way that I feel about uh, Don't Fear the Reaper. Um, okay. which comes the, the agents of fortune comes out in May of 76. This is, uh, when was this again? I'm sorry. December, I'm late, late 76. Okay. So agents of fortune had already come out. Um, all right. Yeah. Well, at, at any rate, like the, everything that bothers me about hotel California, I think that, um, don't fear the reaper has the opposite effect on my brain. What um, does that mean? It, it means like it, it's, it's it's the same structure. It has a, it has the it has an outro that is similar, but uh, I guess what uh, BOC is doing is just a little more rocking. But they they also just have the exact same airplay on uh, on like uh, classic rock radio, and yeah, BOC ended up winning the day. None th- th- this has nothing to do with the record, so just set set that aside no, um no I, I was trying to figure out though where where the the compare i could see the comparison being of a sinister element or a sinister presence a supernatural element to the sort of melodic uh songwriting sure but, but i mean specifically specifically just the structure of the uh like yeah but you're kind of song. forgetting the boc has a whole midsection of an opus that never gets played on air that's a completely different song true i'm thinking of the radio kit my bad no my bad. i've got no beef with the song hotel california it's definitely played to death on the radio but you know as a band you can't control that i uh, prefer he, gypsy kings i was gonna <laughs> say yeah, yeah. definitely <laughs> I yeah. Give me Lebowski. <laughs> the Gypsy Kings version uh, popularized from the big Lebowski, uh, the bowling scene is the superior version. It's, it's not a bad song. I, 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 like, I don't mind the song Hotel California. And I think it's got that really cool timbales lick in the middle of it. It's got a lot of, of those stop licks. Like there's very specific licks that come into the, to the song. It increment, like, perfect times you know it is yeah and that's what i think you're getting at john it's very soulless in the in the sort of production of being like and now the solo and now the timbales and you know it doesn't feel like it a song that just kind of came together it feels like the overproduced pop element that we are inundated with living in 2000 90s 2000s where it's like a machine of trying to perfect the the pop element of a song it has a bit of an edge because it is going from a sort of like a reggaetronic uh mexican uh beat uh, it in a bit of a you know minor seventh chords but other than that it's it's very much a pop song man fuck life in the fast lane <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Th- this is disco bullshit and the riff is brought to you by Caffeine-free diet, doctor's easy top. <laughs> that is that is one thing I thought was hilarious. It's totally ZZ Top riff. I mean, this is they saw ZZ Top and they're like, yeah, that's it. We're doing that. <laughs> Come on, Joe, Joe, right, yeah. Joe, right, right, one, right, one of those uh, ZZ Top riffs. Yeah, I mean, J- James about. Gang had some great riffs, uh, and. I don't know. Like, if I if I was contemporary in like 1975, 1976, and I was familiar with James Gang, and I was familiar with the Eagles output, and I heard that Joe Walsh was joining the Eagles, I would be cautiously optimistic. I'd be like, "Oh, okay." Like, like 
Joe Walsh kind of rocks. Like maybe this means that like the Eagles are going to take like a, a bit of a, a different direction, but no, no, the opposite happened. It's not the best thing to happen to the Eagles. It's the worst thing to happen to Joe Walsh. <laughs> oh yeah, no, absolutely. And I, I just can't disassociate Joe Walsh from that. Uh, God, I don't even remember what it's the like fuck, Letterman. Uh, what what was it from? Uh, it wasn't Letterman, but it was it was it was some. It was like a worse uh, like late night late late night show of him doing "Life's Been Good to Me So Far." If that's the name of the the song, I'm not quite sure is. what the name I think song it is. is. Yeah, but just like he can't. Like he he's high as a fucking kite, drunk as shit, like looking like he's a toddler that his mom like let him dress himself that day. <laughs> and, but the band is on fucking fire behind him, just trying to keep up with what Joe is not saying. The, the, he, he, he just can't do it. <laughs> Look it up on YouTube. It's I've seen so this footage. Good. It's great. And the the, the band saves him. Uh, the, the 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 band is absolutely his life preserver, and by the end of the song, it's as if uh, J- Joe Walsh at that point kind of like at least knows what town he's in, and and, and can, starts, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like he, that that band is like his lifeline. They they pull him back to the land of the living, and he he finishes that song. <laughs> it's it's in 1988 on a TV show called Sunday Night, broadcast on NBC. <laughs> oh, yeah. The host was Ever- David Sanborn. Hmm. Everyone, needs, <laughs> everyone yeah. needs to watch it. It's so, it's so good. I would rather uh, watch I, that video every day for the rest of my life than listen to this album one more time. Wasted life just came on. What a fucking trite nonsense, dude. Yeah, it fucking like it, it, it does. Imagine devolve. the song's wasted time, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, the song is called Wasted Time. We just all feel it's wasted life. Oh shit! Like, I yeah, I feel like I'm wasting. <laughs> Birch also called it wasted life. Yeah, I feel like he just internalized. I feel like I'm wasting it. my like, life listening to it. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. This, uh, now, can, can you imagine? No, like, you know this it, song it, is still better than the Last Resort. Okay, but pre- pretend pre- uh, everything's better than the last resort. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, <laughs> just just pretend you bought this record and like you're into the like the other four Eagles records, and you're like so 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 you take it and like wasted time is like the last track on side one. You're like, okay, well we're gonna flip this over. Like uh, this is kind of going downhill, and it's just a fucking reprisal of wasted <laughs> life. Track one, side two. Yeah, we're but supposed it, to put the banger, and instead you get that. <laughs> it sounds exactly like. Like the outro for Kisses Beth, which also came out this year, incidentally. You, know, like, you would think that people would be pissed off at that. Yet, in general, people loved this album, right? 
It they sold love it. 32 million records worldwide. Yeah, I don't get it. Million. And it went platinum within a week of being released. I have no idea why. I don't Do you know. know uh, I'll tell you why. Uh, it's Hotel California. Mass hysteria. Listen yeah. to that song. Cats so, and dogs living together. Hey, I, uh, I'm going to give you guys just a little bit of good news since we've we've already talked about it at this point. Uh, so, Bert, she said that this album sold 16 million copies uh, nationwide. Oh, no. Uh, in, in, in the yeah. States? Yeah, yeah. Uh, 16 million in the States. Uh, this is the Eagles are already an established band going off some big hits. Uh, the album that we just recently spoke about, uh, Boston's debut out of the blue, unknown band from nowhere, 17 million in the United States. And uh, that's, that's how you do it, man. That's, you that's it how off you do of, it. Off of clear vocals and crushing guitars, not fucking overproduced harmonies and limp dick riffs. I it's just don't awful. get how they can like this is the quintessential like idea of what a fucking power group is. I think that's and crazy. It fucking sucks. Nah, I wouldn't go that far. Okay. But I do think it's that it's unpleasant to me. <laughs> I think they lost a lot when they they stopped having that country country edge. I mean, was that was that Bernie Ledden? Yeah, Uh, yeah. Bernie Ledden went away. Joe Walsh came in, which was, you know, it's an interesting. Maybe they wanted to switch it up. Uh, That's fine. They wanted to move more into the rock territory or the, yeah, whatever you want to call it. But I think those first two songs, which everyone can sort of agree are finds fine songs. I think they're good songs. But after that, you have. To me, it sounds nothing like the Eagles of past. It, it, but people really liked that. They liked hearing something different. I don't understand why. I don't get it. I wish that the Eagles were a band that played Take It Easy and Already Gone and a bunch of other stuff in that vein. Desperado? Eh, you could throw Desperado on there as long as Isn't there's still a bunch Henley? of rockers. I thought uh, Desperado is Henley by Des- himself, if I'm not mistaken. No, I think it's, uh, it's Eagles. It's Eagles. Because it, it's an Eagle, Eagles album, right? It didn't, yeah. Is Desperado an album title? Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah. Well, fuck me. That, that's, a, that's a good song. Yeah. I, I'm not going to discount Henley like out, outright as being a just a chode who can't write songs, because clear, clearly he can. Boys um, of Summer, man. Yeah. But... I think there's something for me when they get away from the country, the the country aspect of the Eagles is what draws me to the Eagles. And so when they do something like life and the fast lane, I I just, I kind of look around like, what is going on? Like these guys are trying to be ZZ top and this doesn't really work out. It, it just feels unnatural. There's something, and then when disco ZZ top. Yeah. And then when they try and do these sort of balladries, it, it just doesn't feel right to me. It doesn't feel, it's not something I want to dive into. I don't, I don't really, uh, I just don't really care for it. Does victim of love sound exactly like feel like making love a bit? Kind of. (laughs) Yeah. You know, but (laughs) Yeah, give me bad company over the Eagles any day, dude. Give me some dad company. I would rather drink old Milwaukee in my garage listening to bad company. I'd rather drink hot old Milwaukee in your garage than listen to bad than listen to fucking Eagles. Sipping some fucking champagne in Napa Valley with the fucking Eagles, man. God, let's talk about the last track on here. 
Oh God. Ooh. Oh, so oh, you mean Henley's right. Opus? Yeah, Henley's Opus, the last. So I, I, I want you guys, and I don't know why it popped into my brain, but like, what happened was I listened to that song at the exact same time in my head. Where I was like, "Is this just the Eagles version of uh, You're One in a Million? That's what you are." Yeah. Uh, what do you want to yeah. say about that? I want to say uh, I find Axl Rose's like horrible bigotry and uh, homophobia more palatable than what Don Henley's <laughs> trying to do with the last resort. Honestly, like I hate saying that. That makes me feel like an awful person saying that. But God damn it. The last resort is the worst thing I've heard in fucking years. It's really bad. Years and years and years. My favorite tidbit I learned about the song Last Resort is that uh, this is from the, the the Wikipedia page for the song Last Resort. It was voted, it was it was listed 27th best Eagles song by Rolling Stone. <laughs> <laughs> they counted they counted that high. That's insanity. I wouldn't go around bragging. Twenty seventh best, <laughs> best Eagles song. <laughs> what place did you get? Twenty seventh. <laughs> oh, twenty seventh, like best song of the seventies. No, twenty no. seventh best song of this band. <laughs> I think it's particularly bad because it's about a serious subject of saving the environment, uh, not destroying the earth, so people can have a place to live. You know, native. Americans, uh, but at the same time, it it sounds so tone deaf. It sounds it, it sounds very boring and very blase. As a, as a it's just the same four chords. Song. It's just that rectangle of power chords. Yeah. the entire song. Yeah, it it it's surprising that they it, it made it on the album. Other than celebrities singing, imagine aren't going to fix everything. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's the same shit. These are like multimillionaires that are just talking in the most plastic shitty way about things. They don't really actually have an ability to convey. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's, it's just badly composed. It it just doesn't work. I would, I, I, I appreciate Don Henley wanting to raise awareness for the environment. I truly do. Uh, I just don't want him anywhere near a microphone. <laughs> or a 16-year-old. Or a 16-year-old. Or a 16-year-old microphone. And that might be too young for him. That's right.
Hey, I got a little quiz for you guys. We haven't done cool. that in a while. <laughs> let's, let's do a quiz. All right. Working title of Hotel... Cal- Don't answer if you've heard, I guess. The working title of Hotel California was Mexican Reggae, Lonely Hotel, or Drunk on the Sunset. I'm going to say Lonely Hotel. I'm going to say Drunk on the Sunset. I'll go Mexican Reggae then. Mexican Reggae was the oh, original title. Oh. Man, I guess it, that they're all bad. Is that racist? <laughs> no. It's Reggae's because not Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they were trying to... Uh, reggaetron... Is, I mean, it's what a lot of people call reggaetronic beat uh, now. It's sort of a Cuban beat. It's a still a totally different country. Yeah. It's right, brown. <laughs> Good enough for the Eagles. <laughs> uh, next one. Black Sabbath uh, was recording in the studio next door. And obviously the noise uh, disruption uh, to the, the last song uh, is widely known. However, Geezer Butler recalled having to remove what from the recording studio after the Eagles? Weed, cocaine, or bongos? Bongos. Uh, bongos. Yeah, bongos. No, cocaine. He said the mixing board, it looked like they had just dumped out a bag of cocaine on the mixing board. <laughs> Wait, and Geezer Butler's complaining? <laughs> How'd you remove it? Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, Snowblind. Yeah. <laughs> Icicles in my brain. Yeah. Part of me thinks that, uh, oh, he said they, it left about a pound of cocaine on the board. Uh, part of me thinks, though, that he was just covering for Black Sabbath recording there. <laughs> He's like, yeah, oh, yeah this is the Eagles. Eagles. Wait, did, did you say a pound of cocaine? That's what he said. As in 16 ounces? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One ounce per track, right? They had to scrape all the cocaine. They had to scrape all the cocaine out of the mixing board. I think they had left a pound of cocaine on the board. Uh, last one. I'm going to pull up a picture of a pound of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> when it came time to record what song they had forgotten how to play it, was it Victim of Love, Hotel California, or New Kid in Town? New Kid in Town. Uh, Victim of Love. Hotel California. It was actually Hotel California. Felder, Felder had recorded it on a, um, a little four track recorder when he had composed it he went down he sat down and and just it kind of came out he recorded on that four track uh machine and he actually put in a uh drum beats like a drum he used like a drum machine to do like the different beats beat. yeah. yeah and so he had that recording however they didn't record for so so long in between when he had written it and when it was uh because it had been like 18 months. It had been like a year. So he couldn't really remember how it went. And they were in Florida, but the tape was in California. So they got they got uh, one of the maids there to grab the cassette, put it up to the phone, and play it back <laughs> until they could get it correctly. Because they kept trying to play it, but he, he was like, no, no, it's not it's not perfect. I had it, done, I had it perfect, and it's... Uh, it goes a certain way, so that's they get, funny. They got. Do you know uh, why enough. they were in Florida when that while while their their tape was in California? Uh, yeah, uh, earthquake had just happened, and their producer. Oh, sorry, were you going to tell me a story? <laughs> oh no, no, no! You, you were getting there, but Bill, 
Bill Simchik is uh, terrified of earthquakes, so he he wouldn't go to Cal- he wouldn't record with him in California. They had to <laughs> they had to go to Florida if they wanted to record with him. Interesting thing about Bill Simchik, he does not have a background in music. He was. Uh, he was like a sonar guy for the ra- uh, for the Navy, and in his training, he uh, he he studied like audio engineering a little bit to to be the a better sonar sonar technician. And then, uh, yeah, after he was done with the Navy, he kind of just got into in like re- sound engineering and, and recording. And uh, so, so he doesn't have a, that musical background like like many many of the rock producers did. Yeah, got the sonic. Uh, yeah, element though. I will say this 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 album sounds real good. I mean the the mastering the production is is pretty great. I mean, it's if fucking, you're into fucking it, glassy man. Yeah, yeah very it's, glassy. It's a, it's a bunch of fucking Vaseline on a uh, camera lens. It's that. It's some for soft your ears. Shit. It's just yeah. Vaseline for your ear lens. I just I can't. <laughs> I just really don't like this record, Birch, and I never want to hear it again in my entire life. Okay. Negative? Yeah. Yeah. I have absolutely nothing. No, no. Hotel California is a fine song, but if you really like it, just check out the Gypsy Kings. Or Uh, Eagles Greatest Hits. I mean, Eagles Greatest Hits could be an EP, bro. Uh, That's all I've got to say about that. Okay. Do you guys remember that time that (laughs) hell froze over? Uh yeah, and they were the first band to charge over a hundred dollars for a ticket. Yep, yep. I just hate everything about them. I just yeah. There's mm. there's nothing here I like. I okay. mean, Hotel California is fine, but no negative. Okay. I I can't hang out with this because there's two tracks out of ten that are palatable. It's a negative on my end as well. Um, ult- ultimately, like there's no. I think that mostly it's my hackles being raised because of my punk rock roots. Mm -hmm. Like I, 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 this is everything that was wrong in the seventies and what punk ended up burning down. So for, for, for what it's worth, it's just, it, it, it might appeal to, to someone, but I don't know how this entire album could appeal to anyone to be perfectly frank. Like, I, I don't think that there's, more than three palatable songs on it. Like, or at least songs that like, you'd be like, ah, oh, yeah, let's re-listen to that song, you know, but I'm done talking. It's true. I don't put this on. I don't know if I would put it on. I guess I could listen to hotel California, a uh, peaceful, easy feeling. I would, I would put on. So I guess I am really it's feeling it's not on this record. Right, right. No, that's what I'm saying, though, is I'm trying to imagine what Eagle songs I actually would acti- listen to? actively <laughs> listen to. How do you feel about Already Gone? Not real, not real fan of it. I kind of like that song. It's yeah. like Take It Easy Part Two. Yeah. yeah. And I like Take It Easy. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, I did want to say a quote from. Uh, Charlie Walters of Rolling Stone felt it showcased, quote, both the best and worst tendencies of Los Angeles situated rock. It's true. Although you, I think you guys would just say it's the worst. That's a, it's a half truth, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd um, say, hey, what's going on with Frank Zappa right now? 
Yeah, I, I guess I would go neutral. I, th- I just think Hotel California, New Kid in Town. I, I think the first half kind of holds you, it up you enough. Think, you think two out of ten is good <laughs> enough to call it a record you must hear? No, you said neutral. Yeah, neutral. You, two out of ten is good for a neutral, though. It depends on those two, I, I guess. Could, I could go, I could say like four songs out of ten. First what half. four songs do you like on this? I mean, first half. I think it goes down. I I just I don't want to be that guy that's like actively dissing the Eagles because the Big Lebowski was funny about dissing the Eagles, but I mean it just none of this appeals to me. Like, and you know, for for I I know that at least sixteen million people would disagree when they bought the record, <laughs> so. You know, I'm I'm definitely I, I we anyone's going negative on this is in the minority, uh, which should be taken into account. Um, yeah, the Lebowski joke is cliche, but it's funny for a reason. It it, it resonated, it, it resonated the first time you heard it in the movie be, because it's what you're already thinking. Well, I think I think I've I've said it before on our previous Eagles that that Lebowski joke comes at you him saying he doesn't like the Eagles is the complete opposite of what you would perceive him, his taste. Oh no, he's a credence man. Exactly. Exactly. But it's almost as if he's like, he's living in California. You're like, Oh, well he probably also likes these other, I mean, he, the soundtrack to that is a who's who of, you know, a sort of easygoing, uh, rock, or classic rock, if you will. So it it's almost as something's like there's a reason he there's a very specific reason, but they're not going to express why it is that he does not like the Eagles. Because I he think has, it's probably gonna be because of Hotel California is the reason why he doesn't like the Eagles. Pro- because this album fucking sucks. <laughs> Done. I'm out. <laughs> I, I've already muted the the music in my ears. Yeah. <laughs> What's next, Birch? <laughs> Uh, next. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next time we'll be talking about ABBA Arrival. All yes! Right, thanks, y'all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a refugee, just as her father came across the sea. She heard about a place people were smiling. Spoke about the red man's weight and how they loved the land. They came from everywhere to the great divide, seeking a place to stand or a place to hide. Got high.